0: Oh, Frank, what's his name? Um, The Price is Right. Who's that guy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait.
0: The Price is Right. You know, the guy with the mustache and he's bald.
1: Are you talking I about Steve Harvey? Him?
0: Steve Harvey, yes. Steve Harvey, I don't Does know. he hosts The
1: Price is Right? <laughs> wait, 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 wait.
0: Oh my God, not The Price is Right. Um, are you
1: talking about Family Feud?
0: Family Feud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, are you talking about Bob Barker or Drew <laughs> Carey? Like, who are we talking about here? <laughs> oh my God. Welcome back to The Bookcast. My name is Stuart Mblore-Lore, and today I am joined by full-time streamer and 100 Thieves intern, Raven Raspberry.
0: Hello, what's going on?
1: Hello, hello. So introduce yourself really quick for the people that might not know who you are.
0: Yeah, so my name is Raven Raspberry. Um, I stream on Twitch. Um been doing that for probably way too long, and now I'm an intern for 100 Thieves. It's been a crazy journey. And now I'm on this podcast. What's going on? Jeez. Let's go. <laughs>
1: All right, so you have been um, growing yourself uh, initially as a content creator before the whole 100 thieves uh, thing. So talk to me about like your Process um, with uh, Growing yourself.
0: Oh man, that's a that's a huge question. Like how did I get started streaming? Mm-hmm. Okay, so raven Raz's origin story. Um <laughs> I honestly did not know streaming was a thing up until maybe a month before I started streaming. Wild. (laughs) So I got my first Xbox uh, the summer before my senior year of college Mm -hmm. for a boy, of course. I wanted to play Fortnite with him and I was tired of playing Fortnite on my iPad. So I went and I got an Xbox. And if you guys remember, rest in peace, but Mixer was integrated into the Xbox interface. And one day I was just like exploring my Xbox. I hit the right bumper and I found the mixer tab. And I was like, what is this? What are all these people doing? And I discovered streaming and I like just explored the mixer page, watched a couple streamers, and I was like, hey, I could do this. And so I did. I went and I bought a webcam and I started streaming from my Xbox.
1: Nice. Yeah, that's that, that's that, um, the OG setup that I think a lot of people, or at least a lot of like people that come from, console generally will rock is like the xbox cam and like the, the stuff so you start on mixer is what mm-hmm. you're saying right so that had to go a certain direction recently <laughs> with mm. you know that <laughs> recently how 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 long has that been actually hold on i need to look that up real quick when did freaking mixer dude uh, time something.
0: flies but it was a long time ago it's like a year and eight months i think What? not that heck? nobody's counting especially not me but... <laughs> right it's a long time.
1: That's wild. Yeah, it literally, it literally feels like it was pretty recently. Um, but okay, so so, you know, mixer mixer shut down, and then you had to you know move to a different platform. Um, so talk about that and like how you grew um, up a new community on a new platform as well.
0: Uh, mixer was really good to me. Um, they were really everyone there at the company was really nice to me. They honestly held my hand through streaming, I didn't realize how easy I had it. Um, I was fortunate enough to be put on to like a stream manager's team who was very, very active and like pushing me on the for- on the front page and stuff. Um, so I genuinely had it so nice over there. In the last like couple months, I think I went from like literally in the last two months, I went from 18,000 followers to like 42,000 followers. I was like on my climb, you know, I was on my girl yeah. boss grind <laughs> and then just one day we woke up, everyone, and we saw the tweet from Mixer, like, no warning at all. I think maybe Ninja had the biggest warning of, like, 48 hours. Yeah. But most of us found out when, like, the world found out. And to be completely honest with you, I was, I was crying on the Instagram story, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. Like, it felt like everything I'd been working for and, like, excited about in the last, like, year and a half of my life was just, like, suddenly gone. Um, so it was a huge shock moving, having to move over to Twitch. It wasn't exciting. I was super resistant. I hated the way Twitch looked. I hated the way it felt. I did not want to go on Twitch. <laughs> I was a mixer, like, fangirl. I loved it over there. Um, so when you say, how did I grow a new community on Twitch? Honestly, I think maybe I didn't. I don't think I did. I think I just transferred my community over and I've been lucky enough to find some extra people during that journey, but I've honestly been str- struggling to grow as well. I think growing on Twitch is one of the hardest things like a content creator can try to do.
1: A hundred percent, yeah. Because I think um, Twitch lacks a lot of discoverability for sure that I think um, other platforms definitely have more of. Um, like for example, you know, TikTok is like the best platform right now for discoverability. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm curious if you actually like used some of, um, you know, posting Content to TikTok in order to grow more as well.
0: Dude, I feel like this is a whole conversation we need to have. Me and like this last year and a half of my life, TikTok, Twitch, another bag that I kind of had fumbled. Like, Mm. I did not see the importance or really see the value in posting consistently to TikTok or putting in like actual time and effort into that uh, for a really long time. I had people telling me they're like, you need to be posting on TikTok. People are blowing up on TikTok and it's good for their Twitch. And I was like, really, just like really. I don't know. I've never done anything like that before, and I was fine, so I never yeah. tried it. And then, um, I guess, just like kind of recently, maybe in the last like six months ish, I started like just spamming on TikTok using trending audios and like applying them to like gaming, right. Valorant, or streaming or something. And I've seen quite a few people come to my stream from TikTok, but I definitely took way too long to hop in on that train.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm Yeah. How do I
0: you feel about TikTok?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I have definitely, um, i found like the right, um, style, I guess, that is, um, allowing me to hit the for you page pretty, pretty well. Um, and that's, Still that's, that's with like <laughs> edited videos, right? Like that's not even with, you know, like trending sounds and things like that. Sometimes those mm-hmm. can hit, but like whenever I attempt them, they just don't, <laughs> they just don't do too well. So I just kind of stick with my edited stuff. Um, But yeah, so I think uh, generally like educational content is like really huge. Um, So like, uh, for example, in Apex, you know, I'll I'll talk about like, uh, I'll give tips on like how to rank up or, um, you know, how to use a particular legend, uh, stuff like that. And so people, people just freaking eat it up, right? And then there's also, Mm -hmm. there's also ones where you can provide your opinion on something within the game. Um, like say, you know, mouse and keyboard versus controller. Um, and then you can just kind of farm comments of people disagreeing or agreeing with you. Um, and then I think, um, something else that I've seen is just, you know, generally like funny clips or, or like even like toxic randoms, you know, things like that. Um, that typically tends to do really well. I, especially I've seen with like, um, Valorant TikToks is like, you know, toxic Valorant randoms, so. Um, I go on
0: Valorant every day hoping someone roasts me so I can post it on TikTok. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Instant comment farm. Oh,
1: exact exa- All the impressions. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and so that was actually, so I also was not really uh, on the TikTok wave. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a dance app, uh, like so many people for, for a long time. And, uh, and I was trying to, so I was trying to go full-time editing. I was kind of like, um, kind of working towards it. And I, I was just looking for people to edit YouTube videos for. Um, and I already had like a couple clients and then I found a new client through like a mutual friend. Um, and I don't know if you know Enoch, um, in Apex, he's an Apex streamer. It's fine. I don't. Um, but he... (laughs) I, so I started editing for him, um, in the end of, I think, 2020, potentially, um, and maybe it was 2019, I'm not really sure, but, uh, basically he was like, yo, so, um, could I pay you to do, like, 30 one minute long videos a month, uh, for TikTok, and I was like, okay, sure, yeah, that's fine. Um, and so I started doing those videos, and the first one that, like, really took off was one where he had a toxic random that was being mm-hmm. like you know throwing out some like homophobic slurs and things like that and so it it blew up because people actually agreed with the random uh- um, he had like hot dropped in an area instead of landing with his uh, landing with his teammate because he wanted to like actually kill people instead of looting first. Um, it was just like a different play style, right? Um, because he was like playing for content instead of just like playing for the win kind of thing, right? Um, but yes, yeah, so, so a lot of people in his comment section are like, "No, you're you're wrong." Like the teammates in the right, it's like so... as if that
0: justifies it. People yeah. on TikTok are so funny. Like <laughs> it literally, it depends on like what side of TikTok your clip ends up on, though. Because you could totally feel like you're justified, and you can be, and then it ends up on like toxic little teenager boy TikTok, and then you're screwed. (laughs) It's like you're just roasted into oblivion. Like, yeah, (laughs) that's so funny.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so now we're gonna. Oh yeah. So um, you know, we've we've been continuing to do um TikToks for like over a year, and um. You know, he now has... He's now partner on Twitch. Um, he's got, like, 250k on TikTok. Um, and he's been doing this strat also where, like, he'll go live on TikTok from his phone while he's live on Twitch. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think is, like, you know, when you look at the, like, TOS, it's, like, kind of... It's kind of Little Monka S. Um, Ooh, as <laughs> because, partner, right? Yeah. Um, mm. But I think the, the thing that, like, the... What am I trying to say? The uh, loophole, right? That he's kind of like uh, using is he's mm-hmm. just like kind of showing his face
0: on yeah. TikTok,
1: whereas he's actually like streaming with like full gameplay and everything on Twitch.
0: Yeah, um, I can see how that's so. like different enough, right? So maybe warrant right. three different streams,
1: <laughs> right? Um, which I think with Twitch, it's like you we don't want you like streaming. The same content across multiple platforms. With Partner, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, additionally, like we don't want you streaming on other platforms, but I don't think they count things like Instagram Live. And I feel like TikTok Live is kind of in that same boat.
0: Great right,
1: so, Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so far, it's been doing a really great job of like bringing people to his Twitch. Um, and we also use like chat messages in TikTok. For you know when people are asking questions and things like that so that's also another way to like promote twitch so because people would be like oh you know i can go to the stream and like potentially might be featured in a tiktok you know
0: uh-huh.
1: so, um but yeah it's been a really good strategy um to to do the that that kind of editing um, mm-hmm.
0: yeah i feel like for tiktok it's the, the tricky part is getting people to go from your TikTok to your actual stream, mm-hmm. especially because if they're just enjoying the TikToks, like they don't need to, they don't want right. to like sit there for hours and watch you stream. So convincing them that there is value in going to your stream is like the biggest barrier to overcome. But mm-hmm. once you figure that out, it's like you're smooth sailing for sure. Yeah,
1: because it's because you also have to think about it. Like it, it's potentially like two different kinds of audiences. You have your your audience who likes like short form content, like just like freaking 30 seconds to a minute of mm-hmm. a video and then there's the other type of audience that's like, yeah, I'll sit down for like a whole stream, you know? Like I'll 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 watch you for like a few hours like freaking playing some Apex. So um yeah it's it's definitely hard to, to transfer those people over. Um but you know it I, I think um if you're able to provide value to those those people um I think that's a really great way to like bring them over and, and give them a reason to watch your stream
0: yeah great for sure
1: i want to talk about the uh Hunter t intern challenge um oh. the the <laughs> the uh i guess the you know the when that dropped everyone and their mother was trying and vying for those spots um and so i want to know what your process was like initially seeing that video and then like Trying to come up with an idea and like all of that
0: okay to be completely honest and i've said this before and i'll say it again i was not a huge fan of esports organizations not like i didn't i didn't dislike esports organizations mm-hmm. i just wasn't like a an avid follower of any esport organization before i saw this application pro- like process um mm-hmm. i had had people in my chat before like especially when i was on mixer be like 100T raven 100T raven won. And I remember being like, what is 100T? And like getting confused about 100 Thieves and like Sea of Thieves. I was like, isn't that the video game? <laughs> like, I, I was lost, Stuart. I was lost. Like, oh my God. So, anyways, <laughs> that's
1: so funny.
0: Um, I was scrolling on Twitter one day, and then I think someone who I followed had either liked it or retweeted the application, mm-hmm. the video that like JHB had posted. Yeah. And I saw it and I was like, oh wow, that's crazy. They're getting like interns. Okay. And I just like, you know, backed out after watching like half the video and I kept scrolling. And I was like, hmm. I just kept scrolling and I was like, wait, I have to let me just see. Let me just see. So I scrolled all the way back up. (laughs) And then I watched the whole video and I was like, okay, this is interesting. Like I'm a little bit old to be doing an internship, but you know, like maybe maybe this is something I want to do. So I looked into everything. Like I was like, let me see. So I went onto the Reddit. I went like into the comments. I was just like trying to figure out all the information I could. And I was like, okay, social media. Like, I have my degree in marketing. Like, this could actually be something fun. You know, it's like a really established company, and like, I love the the energy and the vibes of 100 Thieves. I think they do it the best. Like, right. even okay, I know I work for them now, but you know, like, <laughs> let's be honest, not they do biased best. at
1: all. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally a biased opinion. Yeah. Um. So I thought about it for a while. It was it was definitely on my mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And. I was just like, man, like, if I'm gonna do this, like, how am I gonna get their attention? And I've always been a fan of parodies. I've always, like, watched parodies um, growing up. And I did a parody actually back on Mixer. And that's how I got partnered on Mixer. That's how I got everyone's attention. Um, and I had been planning to do a parody to the song Stay by Kid Leroy. Right. It was, like, the number one song at the time. And, like, it was trending on TikTok with that little dance that everyone was doing. Yeah. Um, so i I'd, I'd been like planning and like trying to figure out how I could do like a Valorant parody to that song or something. And um I was just like, man, there's no other song that I can use. Like, let me just try to let me just try to write something and see if I could like turn this into like an application parody. And so I did. I just ended up rewriting the lyrics and like I knew I wanted to showcase all my skills. But I was like, man, is singing and dancing the right way to approach this? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna try it. Like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then uh, at least I can say I tried, you know? Yeah, I won't, like, it. live regretting it. Mm-hmm. And so I just grinded it out. I made that video in, like, literally less than 24 hours because I had some friends coming into town and I knew I had to finish it before they got here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I cranked out the video and it did really well. Um, posted it at, like, 3 in the afternoon and by, like, 10 o'clock at night, it had, like, hit the algorithm. It was my first time ever, like, really hitting the algorithm on purpose. <laughs> yeah. And... It was nice it was crazy it was like i felt so good about it it was like literally every hour going up like 10k views which for me like at the time i was like what is going on Mm -hmm. like this is insane and then all of a sudden that like 12 at night it got taken down What? (laughs) the the video got removed and so i'm here with all my friends in town right (laughs) and i'm like we're having the best night ever we're like raven's going viral on tiktok this is so lit and then the video gets taken down and i'm literally like shook, I'm like, what do I do? This has never happened to me before. Like, what did I do wrong? It got taken down for nudity. I'm like, I'm gonna get banned, (laughs) freaking out. And then, so I literally, I think I like panic tweet, JHB, and I'm like, help, my video got taken down. Like it was doing so well though. Um, And he responded, thank God, he has degenerate like sleep hours, just like I do. He responded, he was like, don't worry, we took note of it. And I was like, thank you so much. And then I reposted it the next day and it still did pretty well. Um, I think right now the repost is sitting at like 200,000 views, which is amazing for me. Um, and yeah, that, that's a part one of the application process. I mean, I got a message like, I think two weeks after the due date and they were like, Hey, we're putting you on to step two.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I do. I think I do remember that, um, getting taken down. I think I saw the initial one though. Um, I think. Really? Yeah, I think I was one of those initial views, and then when I I so I went and watched the the YouTube video where it was like, um, you know, they were reacting to like the applications and stuff, mm-hmm. and like I saw yours pop up in his reaction. I was like, oh, that's dope, like, you know, because I had seen it on my free page yeah. as well. Um, that's
0: crazy.
1: So yeah, that's 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 really awesome though that you uh, were just able to freaking, you know, uh, still uh stick it through and 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 make it on even even with that uh with tiktok being tiktok you know like freaking being weird Dude, about their guidelines and stuff
0: what kind of reporting process is that like <laughs> a couple of people spam report it and then it gets taken down and oh, that's so silly pretty much i yeah. guess better safe than sorry but like the fact that it took so long to get put back up was ridiculous have you ever had a video just like it's spam reported or just taken down for no reason
1: um fortunately no i've definitely had some issues with like it was like there's like one that got marked for like sensitive content or something that, mm. like i don't even know why but um yeah and then i've had like clients all like have theirs taken down like freaking wig had a had one taken down recently for swearing too much and so we we were like censoring his uh his swears now in the subtitles so like it's like a that whole is thing so lame. yeah um and once it
0: gets taken down like even if it comes back it's dead it's like straight to the grave with that tiktok it's not yeah. coming back
1: yeah they're not pushing it out anymore like it's just mm-hmm. whatever views you had on it that's it so yep. personally i have been a um a big fan of 100 thieves since like uh the the podcast dropped so like um uh, i was like a, a fan of of courage so I was, like, watching Courage, and then he and Nadeshot did the, the 100 Thieves um, freaking podcast. And so I'm, like, I, I started, mm-hmm. like, wa- like, listening to those and, like, watching more of their, the actual, like, content and stuff like that. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I really, as a 100T fan, want to live through your experience of walking into the compound for the <laughs> first time because that's gotta
0: be like insane oh the compound's really nice let's see let's see (laughs) i feel like i have uh i don't feel like i'm gonna get roasted i said this on stream one time and then some people in the hundred thieves discord were like kind of being mean to me (laughs) not being mean to me but they were just like why would you say that Mm -hmm. But it's just how i felt it's just how i felt and i'm not a liar Mm -hmm. so (laughs) the compound uh very beautiful you've seen the outside it's like stunning it looks like modern beautiful it is kind of confusing on how to get inside. <laughs> so I pulled up with some friends. Like the first time I went, um, we had decided to stop by a Starbucks. And the nearest Starbucks was in a Target. So we went to the Target and it was like a 12-minute walk. So we couldn't Uber to the compound. So we ended up walking with our luggages to the compound with Starbucks in hand. And nice. from the direction we walked in, we walked in like, up to the compound from the opposite side of where the door was. Right. So, like, I didn't know to, like, walk around to the front, like, side of it. So, we, like, walk kind of, like, through this parking lot area to, like, the basketball hoop side. Yes. And then there's, like, it's all glass in the back, and there's those yeah. doors. Um, and the door's, like, propped open just a couple inches. And I'm like, are we allowed to do this? I mean, we work here now. Can we just go in? <laughs> and we're, like, all awkward just, like, standing outside. Um, and eventually someone, like, peeks their head out, and they're like, you're the interns, Right. And we're like, yeah. And they're like, come on in. And so we like walk in to, uh, from the back. And so when you walk in, you can just see like the Cash App Compound Lounge. It's like beautiful, bright. It looks just as good as it does on streams and like in pictures and stuff. Yeah. And it's really, it's amazing. Um, when I went in though, the thing that gets me in trouble is that I said, it, it was smaller than I expected. <laughs> like I, in, in videos, it looks like a cathedral. It right, looks yeah huge and like maybe that's my fault for being unrealistic i know how buildings work but it was just like a little bit smaller than i expected and so when i said that people were so upset (laughs) but granted it was a busy day there was a lot of people there and the second time i went it did feel more open just to save my name a little bit okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's really nice um open concepts every every room oh my god literally is like decked with the best technology pc headsets like it's just insane like the amount of equipment and like the capabilities that are built into that building dude yeah
1: what did it feel like working with you know start starting a a, an internship there like what was like running through your mind as you're like starting your interactions as an intern
0: um honestly i think going in with the title of intern even though we do we're more hands-on and they give us a lot of permission to do way more than I think a normal intern would have. Mm-hmm. Um, just having the title of intern m- makes me feel really comfortable. Cause like, I feel like I can mess up. Like everyone knows that we're all learning. I've never, I mean, who, who has worked for a company this big? Like not many people. And <laughs> like, so I just feel very like comfortable, honestly. Everyone's been so amazing and nice, like onboarding us. Just, like, making sure that we know we have creative freedom to, like, propose ideas, just execute them, have fun with it, and, like, kind of disrupt, like, the current environment that is 100 Thieves. Like, they're so, so willing to just embrace, like, new ideas, which is awesome.
1: That's dope. I know you've been, like, helping with, like, making um, 100 Thieves TikToks. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is, like, that process? What does it look like, I guess? from like for, start to finish hmm,
0: so it just depends um for tiktok it's kind of even more just like free range than any of the other platforms like mm-hmm. of course like instagram and twitter the interns can't just log on and go and post anything yeah <laughs> um but when it comes to tiktok and making content like if we want to edit clips we can just go ahead and do that um all those like if, if it's like add access to us and we want to like turn it into a meme or something like we just have free range like we get to go and do things like that and then pretty much just like show it to someone and if they're like, yeah, it's good, then it gets scheduled to post. Right. Um, when it comes to doing something a little bit bigger, which is something I need to jump on jump on, is like if I wanted to start like a series or something, um, where like I was the face of that, or if I wanted to start like, I don't know, any kind of series with like a group of people, we're allowed to do that too. Um so the process for something like that would just be pretty much doing it. Like they're like, if you have a good idea and you think it's gonna do well you don't even have to ask us, like, just get it done. Show us, just show us one. And like, if it looks good, like, we're going to post it and we'll just test it out and see what happens. Like, it's, it's very like, they're not holding your hand at all. Like, they're just Mm -hmm. like, run it, you know, social media, let's see what you can come up with. It's awesome.
1: That is crazy. I like, cause, cause I'm sitting here like expecting like a whole like board meeting of just like throwing ideas around. And, and that's, that's just so cool. They, they are already like placing that much trust in you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that just like, they have that much assurance that they made like the correct choices with you guys, which is so dope. Yeah. It can be
0: overwhelming. Just like knowing that you can literally create anything, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) Yeah, buckling down on one thing. That's something I've struggled with. Like, I know I've only been, I've only been working for them for three months, so it's not a long time still settling and still learning a lot about just how everything works. Right. Um, but I have just been like, oh man, what am I going to make? <laughs> you know, there's endless opportunity, like endless possibilities. It's insane.
1: hundred percent. I've been managing one of my clients' TikTok pages recently. And so I will mm-hmm. post for him and like respond to comments and things like that. And so yeah. that that kind of um, gets to me sometimes because I, I don't want to... Um, be a an inaccurate representation of him um and like sometimes people will respond uh and i i like i might get heated off of it or something and i have to like pull (laughs) back and be like nope all right let's just chill out you know Uh so i think it's definitely it's definitely a lot of pressure to like have to represent like you know someone or or a company or something like that um when creating content
0: yeah, I've um I actually recently like in this past week actually I took on scheduling and publishing for the TikTok. Uh so I've been doing like community engagement too, like that's, uh responding yeah, to awesome. comments or commenting on other videos mm-hmm. and like honestly because the expectation <laughs> Oh my god, this is so funny. Everyone assumes that JHB runs, like, everything, right? It's so funny. It's like, a meme. like, if anything gets posted anywhere, everyone's like, did JHB post this?
1: 100%.
0: (laughs) So it's, like, a really funny dynamic where, for example, I saw this TikTok, and it's, um, this girl kind of just, like, she, okay, I'll just explain to you the context. It's, it's, It's in Valorant, and this girl was streaming, and somebody recognized another player in her game. And she was like, oh my god, I know this person. She streams. Call her, I think it's like Laura, call her her name. And so the girl on the stream, she's like, Yes, hey, I've Laura. seen that
1: one. I've seen yeah, that yeah. one. I know exactly <laughs> like, what you're
0: talking about. Yeah. Cool, yeah. So like the the character in game, she's like freaking out. She's like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Why do you know my name? And I saw that TikTok and it's so funny. And so I responded on the, the 100 Thieves account. And I was like, uh, Reyna acting flustered like while she's hiding in the crates is literally me whenever a girl comments in, uh, talks in game. <laughs> Which is, like, genuinely how I feel, first off. But <laughs> everyone was responding, they were like, JHB, you forgot to switch accounts.
1: Bruh. <laughs> that's so, <laughs> so funny.
0: I'm, like, accidentally perpetuating the JHB meme, but it's so funny because I can just, like, kind of lean into that or, like, yeah. just anything. And it's, like, the 100 Thieves account is very, like, it doesn't have to be professional. I think that's, like, the beauty of TikTok. You can kind of be just, like, dorky or meme and people are like, what is going on mm-hmm. from this verified account? Yeah. <laughs> so it's been fun. It's been fun.
1: that's awesome yeah because like i i would just be like i hold too much power with this verification badge i don't (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i should be uh dropping a comment on this so that's that's really awesome though um i
0: think as long as you like understand you know the content creators like vibe yeah you'll be okay for sure
1: 100 (laughs) you talked about how you made um the parody right so that was Mm -hmm. like your whole application and you had made a parody before Um, And you also have your own original music on Spotify as well, and some others that you're currently working on. Yes. So let me ask, what is your background in music? Like, where did you start, like, learning all that?
0: You ever feel like you just only recently came into yourself?
1: (laughs) On occasion, yeah.
0: I, man, I was, like, a stressed out, lost little teenager. Like, I didn't know what I was interested in. And I was too afraid to figure out, like it was too uncomfortable, too shy to even try. Like even in, in the presence of only myself, like I didn't want to like experiment or try singing or anything like that. So I always knew I I really loved music. Like really, it, it spoke to me like, oh man, there's like songs I would listen to and I could like feel it in my chest. And I was like, this is a banger, you know, like stuff like that, like loved music. Um, My sister was actually like her entire life. She was into music, singing, songwriting, and stuff like that. And so I just kind of felt like it was her thing. Like, I was right. very shy. She was very outgoing. I didn't want to, like, try, because I was like, oh, no, she's so good at it. Like, you know, it's not for me. I need to find my own thing. And even though I always had interest, I never tried. I, w- I would listen to beats sometimes, and it just, like, didn't make sense. I was like, how do you come up with something to go over this? Like, it makes no sense. And then I think it was February 2020, there was this beat that I had listened to. I'd had it like bookmarked for a couple months and I just love this beat but I couldn't figure out how to write anything to it and I was like man you know like one day hopefully we'll see and then just one one day February 2020 I think to be honest I just like stopped talking to a boy (laughs) (laughs) and I just like listened to this beat and literally I wrote my first ever entire song in like 30 minutes I finished it all that night I just, like, it just, like, clicked. It's like the floodgates opened for me. And I just, like, figured it out. Like, it all just made sense, like, finally that one day. And so I wrote my first song then, and then I just couldn't stop. I just kept writing music. Like, I was writing, like, at least a song every week. And, yeah, eventually, I think the third song I ever wrote is the first song I ever released. Um, That's Word Is High. And Mm. then I collaborated on another song with my friend Fritham, who I actually went to high school with which is crazy um we ended up he he's like the audio engineer on my music and I saw a beat of his and I was like hey can I like have on this maybe and he was like yeah and then we released that and then I've hit kind of this uh what is it called a drought I've had a drought and I haven't released anything since so (laughs) um working on it though like you said I write all the time I just haven't had like the priority or the efficiency to get stuff done it's been a struggle
1: yeah I feel that for sure Um, I I think I you know I obviously like prioritize like my work and stuff and I also think I prioritize my my content as well like really high and so um, like all of the other like kind of hobbies that I want to kind of dabble in just kind of (laughs) get just set to the side Um, and so I'll like do it when I have extra time which is Uh i don't know a rare thing (laughs) um so you know it's it's uh it's definitely a struggle but i'm trying to find like a a good balance because i think that you know the ability to explore that creative side is really good especially if i'm trying to create content as well
0: i hate that it's like this it's it's kind of unfortunate like how we have to put things on the back burner like this Hmm. um But I think the reality of it, especially for me, is like if it's not a stream of income for me, it's just not a priority. Like when you're a content creator and you literally rely on like your little streams of income from everywhere, you can't be spending six hours to make a song when you could be doing literally anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully soon I figure that out. But yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The past year it was like I was all over the place.
1: So you didn't ever have any sort of like training or you didn't like you weren't in choir in high school nothing like that
0: oh no 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 um way too shy oh my god just the idea of high school raven like being in choir or something she'd probably throw up dude like <laughs> <clears throat> um um i was in technical theater you know i watched from like the seats and wished that i could do that but no I, there was no chance i was ever doing anything like that
1: gotcha yeah. See, I am uh I am the complete opposite. <laughs> um I literally have been singing since I was a kid and there was even like um some like show that like we put on at our church that I was like um a lead in <laughs> I guess and then uh and then I was also like um leads in like pretty much every single musical in high school. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and and play. Like, it was just like I. Well, I mean, freaking. I'm a guy, so you know. If if I'm I'm gonna if I'm somewhat decent, I'm gonna be a lead, I guess. Right? Like, there's not a lot of competition there, but um, but yeah. So so you know, I've I've been trying to um, you know, keep practicing still because I think there's you know, there's always um, ways you can improve um even 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 just like singing right um yeah so yeah i'm i'm, I'm trying to when i can you know freaking keep practicing
0: would you ever do like um like local theater or something
1: um not yeah i haven't i haven't done any of any of that stuff um like no after time. high school <laughs> yeah It's just no time i can't i can't be uh doing like theater practice when i have uh tiktoks to edit and stream to do i guess so
0: dude people don't realize how time consuming like live theater is i can't believe i ever had the time for that like three like two three hours every single day after school Hmm. where did the energy come from i can't imagine (laughs) (laughs)
1: like i'm I'm sitting here i'm like how did i memorize scripts like when did i find the time to do that (laughs) because i would not be able to now um it would be very stressful
0: Dude, these brains don't work like they used to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got I got two whole brain cells dropped out of college. Like I'm, I don't know about the, all that. So,
0: oh my god.
1: Um. All right. So I don't know if you heard, but uh, it's Timmy and Post Malone recently played Apex together.
0: So I did. I saw sick. that.
1: Um. So here's a question for you. Uh huh. If so, we've had Ninja and Drake. We've had it's Timmy and Post Malone. If there was a Valorant duo with a popular streamer and a celebrity, right? Who are you picking?
0: Ooh, like I get to make two people play together? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, frick. What's his name? Um, The Price is Right. Who's that guy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait.
0: The Price is Right. You know the guy with the mustache and he's bald.
1: Are you talking like, about I love Steve Harvey? Him?
0: steve harvey yes steve harvey i don't does know does he listen. host the
1: prices right wait 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 wait
0: oh my god not the price is right um are you talking about
1: family, family feud? feud
0: family feud <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm like are you talking about bob barker or drew carey like who are we talking about here oh
0: my god listen like i said these brains don't work like they to. <laughs> oh my god no steve harvey my bad steve harvey and honestly shoot any content creator that's already content let me see Um, Yeah, Steve
1: Harvey is content already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Steve Harvey, and let's see. Ooh, a good dynamic would be like Minx. (laughs) Okay. Minx and Steve Harvey. Minx is so outlandish and crazy. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was going to say like XQC or something, but no, no, no. I feel like Steve Harvey would just not even be able to keep up. Oh, 100%. (laughs) He
1: would
0: would just be like, like, what did you (laughs) say? oh my god steve harvey and minx somebody make that happen that'd be so funny minx is like so crazy and like steve harvey the way he's just like shocked all the time you feel like who is this girl content
1: this going on youtube <laughs> i love when he says that um all right yeah that's that's a that's a that's out of left field for me honestly i'm not gonna lie to you freaking <laughs> steve harvey is like one of the last people i expect you to say that dude, I was
0: just thinking it was like content. That's the number one like dude, he's not a streamer but imagine if he was, he'd be dominating.
1: Mhm. 100%. I mean, he's already <laughs> dominating TV, so, you know. Exactly. He's too good. Mhm. I want to curve back to Apex a little bit. Um and just like dive into some real stuff here cuz we like to we like to, you know, get get a tad bit deep um into like <gasps> the industry and stuff as well. Um so recently, Apex has like their their championship, like the Apex Legends Global Series, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like over the course of like the year or whatever. And so the Challenger Circuit, which is like, you know, one of the tournaments for it, uh, was supposed to happen today. Um, and then they, they canceled it because of everything going on in uh, Ukraine. Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of pros that are uh, living in Ukraine. And so they wanted to give them – I guess they wanted to um, kind of, like, see if things would um, fizzle out or something so that they could potentially play without, you know, being – Having to
0: forfeit, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I I think there was also – I think – I don't know what game it was, but I think uh, Navi played um, something today, and, like, they had Ukraine players – so that was just crazy. Um but so so some people were like uh like protesting them like canceling it or like postponing it, right? What? Um because it it, it kind of the attitude of like we should keep gaming in light of these things happening in order to like we we shouldn't like give up the good things mm-hmm. that we have right now just to try and keep light of the situation, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I definitely think that like, you know, you, you want to, you want to try and, 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 uh, allow these players to play without having this situation over their heads, you know, like that's just such a stressful thing to deal with, I think.
0: No, I agree. I think it's pretty inconsiderate for people to just want to continue on as if everything's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I see the perspective, like, there's a lot of content creators who think this way, like, let's just carry on as if nothing's wrong, because maybe gaming or streaming is, like, that little escape for some people, Um, which is valid, but I don't think it should come at the expense of other people. So, like, in this situation, like if they are not in a safe place or in the correct mindset to be competing and they earn their spot, like we should be considerate of them and like postpone it as long as it needs to be done until they can compete. I think it's unfair. It's kind of weird for them to be like, let's just do it anyways. I don't know.
1: So I, I want to add onto this as well. Like uh, personally as a, um, just generally as a, like, I hate, I hate the word influencer, but like, you know, that's the, like, the only word I can think of. Um, mm-hmm. I I have been sitting here with my, like, thumbs at the ready. Like, what the frick do I say about this whole thing? Because all I've seen on the timeline is, like, you know, thoughts and prayers to those in Ukraine. And, like, you know, um, my my heart goes out to all the people, like, um, you know, suffering in, in Ukraine and, and dealing with all of this. And it's like, I feel like I'm just adding to the pool of things and I and I want to actually make an impact somehow and I don't know how to do that with a freaking tweet, you know? Like yeah. it feels so insignificant to the situation. Um and so like that's that's what I'm mostly struggling with right now is like um I want to continue to like make content, entertain people and I want to bring light um, to people who may be stressed out by everything that's going on or may, you know, that may themselves be impacted by it. Um, what, what do you think, um, of like, or like, what do you, what do you think people should be trying to do if they want to help or, or what do you, what is your response to like people that want to help but feel like they can't? Like, Mm
0: mm-hmm. Um, I do, I'm a huge advocate of people using like their, uh, like their reach, you know, as a content creator or an influencer, especially if they have a large audience. I, I really do feel like it is our duty to like stand for peace in any situation, stand for equality. I feel like people should speak on it. Um, I understand where you're coming from, like as a smaller influencer, you know, like does it matter that I'm tweeting about it? Like, I think in a situation like this, I th- I'm, i like to believe that everyone's on the same page <laughs> about how we all stand with u- Ukraine, you know, because they're the ones being, like, affected. I mean, everyone's being affected, right, by war when it comes to a situation like this. Like, the people in Russia don't deserve any hate that they're getting either. Um, but, like I said, I think we're all on the same page with that. Um, when it comes to what can we do to make a difference, I don't think... All of us need to be out there, you know, posting constantly about it. I don't think, like you said, it feels insignificant. It's not making that big of a difference. But of course, it's useful to, like, share resources, share accurate news sources if you come across them, especially with social media and, like, TikTok and all those, just everything going crazy with false videos or, like, things are, like, oh, my God, the misinformation that's being spread is insane. So making sure to, like, eliminate that as much as possible is always a great thing to try to do, even if it's a small impact. Like, even if you see one video that you're like, wait, this isn't this isn't a real video from now. I don't know why we have know that. But you know what I mean? Like it's important to speak up, maybe leave a comment, be like, this is not true, or something like that. It is ugh, man, a tough situation because if we had all the resources and all the influence in the world, I'm sure we would just we would all anyone would fix it at the snap of a finger, right? But we we can't. Yeah. So it is. It's like what do we do i don't know that's a good question
1: <laughs> yeah no i think i think that's that's only totally helpful though because you know um you ha- you only have so much you can do and 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 that's about it um and and the rest is is kind of up to like um how you how you hold yourself on the internet like how you're representing yourself in in reaction to it um <clears throat> and so i think that's probably the main thing It's just so like um you know, show your support and, and like you said, like share resources and things like that. And, and, and that's about it, I guess. <laughs> that's yeah. like the, the extent. Um, that's huge though. Um,
0: I think it's important to not kick yourself or be upset because you can't do more. Right. Like we're literally just you know like we're just sitting here doing our our gamer people things like if we could go and talk to someone who would actually make a a huge impact i'm sure we would Mm -hmm. but the truth of it is just that we are literally like tied here like our hands are tied you know so don't be upset don't hold it against yourself don't feel bad that there isn't more that we can do i guess just like literally the only thing we can do is like vote <laughs> you know and even that's not gonna have a direct impact but yeah. make sure you vote it's uh february is there anything even coming up <laughs> probably not I don't even know. <laughs> psa make sure to go vo- vote if you want your voice to be heard um be kind to yourself don't dream scroll um stay educated but don't affect your mental health
1: for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely something i need to work on
0: Dream scrolling is dangerous yeah Especially in a climate like this, where it's just like it's not even just wasting my time. It's like I'm seeing stuff that is hurting my feelings.
1: <laughs> yep. Um. All right, so I'm gonna touch on this quickly because I I don't even mess with it. But uh, have you heard about Elden Ring?
0: Oh my god, no! I have. <laughs> I've heard about it. I've heard about it. I haven't played it. I don't plan on playing it.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: I hear that it looks beautiful though.
1: Yeah, I I saw a uh, a clip of Wig, walking around just being like I'm a we, you know we should probably explore and then just gets a dragon land on him and just starts. Oh freaking my god! Out. So I know
0: exactly what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: yeah, so that's like my only experience Elden Ring so far. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not usually uh, one for those. Like I've 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 dabbled in in some Skyrim, which it seems very similar to Skyrim. Um, mm-hmm. but you know like. That's it. <laughs> I haven't really like grinded it out. Um, you know, so I, I that's not usually like my type of game. You know, I'm out here yeah driving on FPSs and stuff, so
0: Uh-huh, same. I have this huge hatred. I, I think it started with like remember the like phone era of playing mini games? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like when I was in high school, every single day, like fifteen minutes, we would all be sitting in the hallway playing like Temple Run and stuff. Mm -hmm. just like grinding out games like that Um, I call them false productivity games and I started hating like those ones where you'd have to go back in an hour to like collect whatever you were waiting to collect and like like, games like that ooh I hate them and that's where my hatred started and I refuse because I know that I have an addictive personality and I will spend days and hours on something like that I refuse to even try it I don't know if that's the kind of game that this is but anything that's not like Hop in, hop out. Thirty minutes. Mm-mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, if it's if it's super grindy, like I'm not a fan. Um, yeah, like I, I think I've gotten turned off to Minecraft recently because I'm <gasps> just grinding out like um, resources and stuff. Which That's so true is why I've been having a lot of fun streaming it recently on like our server that we have because we're not just you know it's not just like a server, um, mm-hmm. it's like an RP essentially. Um, so like I have my own like mafia that's like slowly <laughs> taking over and like I'm doing like different like deals and stuff and it's just it's it's so fun to like you know act as like a character and and yeah. Do all yeah um, and I also like so my main YouTube channel um, I initially grew off of Minecraft RP um, and so like I have like you know some experience doing it and I had a lot of fun with that and so like to be doing it again is like really um, awesome and Let's I've also I'll seen check. yeah for sure <laughs> and I've also seen like uh, a lot of like GTA RP stuff happening on Twitch as well
0: uh-huh. um,
1: which I, I might dabble in at some point because um, it looks pretty fun so I don't know we'll see
0: dude when the GTA RP meta started coming up, I, th- I think I was still on Mixer and dude when I say that I'm new to gaming, like I'm new to gaming, like I'm learning as I go, genuinely. So, like mm-hmm. hearing that, I was like, people are role playing in GTA, like what? <laughs> I was like, I could never. That is the corniest thing I've ever heard. And now, like now that I'm on Twitch and I'm an XQC fan, it looks like so much fun.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should
0: have come around sooner.
1: For sure. To wrap up, what are some of your goals for 2022 with content with you know um jo- like joining a hundredth as an intern like what are your what you got going on
0: man um okay so one thing about me and goals I hate setting numeric goals Yeah. I refuse mm. I've done this before and I hurt my feelings <laughs> <laughs> I to say like oh I want to hit x amount of followers like because typically when you're focusing on numbers like that you're just like grinding your life you're like man i need one more follower and then like you just don't get it because you look like a crazy person who's like please follow me so mm-mm, no numericals i refuse let's see i want to make progress towards moving to la okay. i think that's going to be huge with my career at the moment like with hundred thieves being based in california like i just need to be out there you know to get the best opportunities that i can yeah i want to make good progress towards that um i want to Figure out how to balance my life (laughs) Um, when it comes to being a content creator, having a real job now, you know, pursuing those other hobbies we talked about, like music and stuff. I want to figure that out. I'm tired of like having things I'm passionate about on the back burner. Um, And yeah, I guess just like every week do a little something towards my personal goals and towards my work goals and hopefully continue to grow on other platforms. I'm trying to put more, focus on like tiktok and maybe instagram i'm thinking Mm -hmm. which is why i've lowered my stream schedule and yeah that's pretty much it if i can see some some results over there whatever number it is i'll be happy (laughs) then i'll be content
1: that's awesome yeah how about you um so i i actually have a whole list of numerical goals no uh... on my twitter (laughs) i know but here's the thing i'm about to smash it on tiktok because yeah. um, I started, so, okay, the goal I set last year, right, I I, I set a goal last year of I'm going to hit 5k by the end of the year, right? Uh-huh. But to add on to that, I said, okay, I'll do a Loba cosplay if I hit $5,000. You know who Loba is, right?
0: I don't.
1: No? Okay. <laughs>
0: uh-uh. Do I need to look this up?
1: Yes. Apex Legends Loba. I okay. am I am the biggest simp for this character, okay? And simp. you'll see why. Yes. Oh my God! Wait. <laughs> let me pull. Hold on. Wait it a up.
0: second. You have a wig.
1: <laughs> what? Wait.
0: I'm. Loba.
1: Yeah. L- o- braids. E- yeah.
0: You you have to get a wig, right?
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, hold on. Let me keep telling the story. So, <laughs> I so I said, okay, by the end of the year, I will if I hit five thousand before the end of the year, right? Uh-huh. Uh I will do a lobe of cosplay. And I had like you know, I had it picked out on Amazon, saved to the wish list, all that stuff, right? Yeah. And uh so what happened was I posted I think I posted a TikTok um probably like New Year's Eve or something like that, that was popping off. It was blowing up. I was almost there.
0: And you panicked.
1: It hit no no no, it hit midnight. <laughs> I wasn't even there yet, and then I hit it January 1st. Oh, <gasps> So what? I just absolutely scammed everyone. I was like, "Didn't hit it in time." <laughs> Can't wear the freaking overcosplay. So that's rigged. It was it was pretty funny, but um... somebody
0: send this man a corset. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, so I you know if I do something interesting this year again, then cool. But like, I've already I'm already up to like within the month of January. I went from like five k to I think it was seven or eight k um which is like freaking i've never seen that growth before um yeah and so i'm my goal for the end of this year was 10k but i'm already about to hit it so like
0: okay
1: you know it's really it's really early so i'm gonna crush that and i might put pour more into my other areas um potentially but like uh I, i i don't i don't focus on the numerical goal it's more like a um like a look back at like oh did i hit it okay i didn't but that's fine we'll go again next year you know um so i like i i definitely focus more on my consistency and um i like to i like to look at the stats in order to then improve my content based off of that right so for okay. youtube you know if, if i have a low average duration, then i'll be like okay how can i make this edit better um you know, how can I keep people hooked in? If I have a low click-through rate, I'll say, okay, how can I improve this thumbnail, right? Um, And so that's how I'm trying to look at all of my stats rather than just like, oh, I hit a low click-through rate, man, that sucks. I I should stop making (laughs) content, you know, like.
0: No, that's healthy, that's how it should be, you know. I guess that's like what I mean, like, take it day by day and put a little bit of effort every single day, make Mm -hmm. sure you're like improving correctly. But when it comes to looking at numbers, I'm glad you're mentally stable and don't take that, you know, yeah. as a hit to the heart. But I cannot like oof. one time I set a goal of like having a consistent amount of subs every month. And then like I hit it for like the first four months of the year. And the first month that I did not I literally I was just like, I'm dying off. <laughs> I fell off. I was like, mm. I, my career is over.
1: <laughs> I will say another numerical goal that I might have is hitting a or getting a TikTok to hit a million views. That would be huge i've yes. hit 600k so i've gotten mm-hmm. that far but i'm i i'm gonna try and see if i can if i can hit that um you've
0: got a growth hack you've got a growth hack get those yeah. comments
1: yeah 100 i think that's gonna do it um for this episode wait i gotta get loba off the screen hold on <laughs> uh give me a second switch that's that going see here yeah i don't know what that is uh <laughs> hmm anyways <laughs> uh, podcasters
0: are so obsessed with Lova has love on screen during an entire recording
1: <laughs> um, anyways be sure to let the people know where they can find you yeah on so and
0: again I'm Raven Raspberry that's my handle everywhere however it's spelled kind of weird so RavenRaz RavenRAS.com for easy links um, I'm on everything dude you'll, you'll find me
1: <laughs> got the dot .com and everything okay oh yeah wow <laughs> um all right well i hope you guys enjoyed thank you so much for listening slash watching and we'll see you guys in the next episode peace bye